Hey, it's Nelson. And this is Monica. Welcome to the Seattle Foodie Podcast, the show where we talk about the Seattle food scene and the people and businesses behind it. We eat all the food and share our insights with you. Thanks for joining us today. Let's get to it. Hey, Monica, I'm beginning to think this fall back and spring forward thing is probably the dumbest idea anyone has ever thought of. Well, it wasn't wasn't a dumb idea back in the day when farmers needed it. But last time I checked, you and I and a lot of people aren't farmers. <laughs> I, I totally agree with you. Uh, it's a complete mess. And um, I thought Washington, would, I thought we were going to get off of it. And it's still happening because it turns out we can vote whatever we want in our state, but we still have to wait for federal approval. So even though May of last year, 2019, we voted on this in the legislature, we can't have it until the feds say, okay. I think I'm just really mad because my half hour nap should have been an hour and a half na- hour right? nap. <laughs> and, and I'm just really grouchy right now because of this dumb rule or this dumb thing. I agree. I agree with you. I slept for an hour and a half. That should have been a three hour nap. Or I woke up and I was like, this is awesome. It's it's 1030. And I look at my phone and I was like, what? It's 1130? Like, what, what just happened here? It's a dumb rule. I don't know why. Ugh. Okay. I don't know. All I'm right, from Hawaii. Do we don't have it in Hawaii. So like, I don't know. I don't know what the deal is. It's super stressful and like it's going to be dark at one point regardless of what time it is and humans aren't on a 24-hour clock to begin with so our bodies are already messed up. So, yeah, I get you. I'm totally cranky. I'm going to be cranky for the next week, period. Well, I was going to say are we the only ones in the United States but Hawaii's part of the United States. So, what, <laughs> who who's participating in this? I I'm that's what I'm trying to figure out. Like if if Hawaii doesn't have to do it, does Alaska doesn't have to do it either? And then so, I mean, I mean, is it just is it just from Washington all the Arizona way to Florida? Doesn't do it. Like, Arizona doesn't. Arizona do, doesn't what? do it. Yeah. What is going on here? What? Almost, okay. Indiana doesn't do it. it. Indiana doesn't do it. <laughs> I'm so confused. My head hurts right now. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, Alaska. I don't think it matters with Alaska either because you know they have the the way their nights and days are. I, I think it doesn't matter to them. Probably. <laughs> this is just an old man thing that I'm just like, this is, a, this is where I get off my lawn type of things right now. I just, I, I don't get it. And I'm just so mad about it. And, and by the time I wake up tomorrow morning, I don't care, but it's just right now. No, it's just I think you in my will crawl. care for days. It's not an old man thing. I think a lot of people care because like, I, I think there's a severe loss of, uh, loss of productivity in the workplace because how many people are either too early or too late for their jobs or use it as an excuse to, to call in sick or whatever every, yeah, like twice a year. I, I think there's a huge loss in the market. So it's not an old man thing at all. I guess. But in the fall, I'm going to be so excited because I get that extra hour of sleep. So I'm like, oh, man, what are you talking about? Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> so... That's when they're going to choose to do away with it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> they're all, oh okay we're gonna sign that now you don't have to do yeah. it anymore Washington. <laughs> well welcome to our show everyone this is episode 78 of the seattle foodie podcast <laughs> <laughs> the spring forward edition of our episode <laughs> oh man monica we have a fun show today we've got a recap of an awesome opening and then we're not going to do events because of the COVID-19 virus. 
there are lots of things that are canceling, which is rightfully so for precautionary measures. So we're going to do something a little bit different, but let's get on the show. Okay, uh, let's get started with our one recap. And I was really excited about this, Nelson. We, you and I have been waiting for Shota Nakajima to open his new Osaka street food inspired spot called Taku. And the wait is over. You and I had a chance to stop by for a preview to try kushikatsu, highballs, desserts, and of course, to take selfies near the bathroom. Well, at least I did. <laughs> kushikatsu is Japanese deep fried meat and veggies. Shoda has always said that he can katsu anything. And we tried scallops, which were my fave, mochi, mushrooms, and more. Nelson, you ordered the effort bucket. And I know you don't like me swearing on the air, but what was in that? Everything. So it's about <laughs> 10 to 15 pieces of kushi. <laughs> Basically, they get to choose whatever it was. So I had one of the short rib. I had a deep fried asparagus with bacon, as well as eggplant, some fried garlic. I mean, it had everything in there. So uh, I think it had a chicken cutlet in there, too, as well. So <laughs> everything in there. It had all the sauce. There, there was a sauce all the way at the end. And I, I took the Japanese spicy mayo and just spread the whole thing. I mean, I, I just dumped it all in there. It's because it's so good. <laughs> it looked really good over there. I, I also like that in addition to just getting a bowl with all the kushikatsu, you could actually order skewers by the piece. So they have different prices, $2, $3, $4. And I love that they have desserts because I'm a big dessert person. And they had tempura fried ice cream featuring salt and straw, which is just next door from them. And I know, I don't think you took any bathroom selfies, Nelson, but I certainly did. <laughs> so, I mean, I just love the decor there. And I know I saw you looking at a lot of the comics and the stickers as well. Yeah, it bring down a lot of nostalgic memories because I used to watch all that anime when I was right. younger. And I, I'm not going to lie, I still watch the anime now. So. <laughs> And so I recognized all a lot of it and a lot of the stuff I used to read when I was a kid. Um, Monica, I, I'm reading on Shoda's Facebook page because he said, Taku is the last four letters of the word Shokutaku. In Japanese, Shokutaku refers to the dining room table in your home. So that's why mm -hmm. he named it that. I had no idea. Yep, absolutely. Um, I'm sorry I didn't share that, Nelson. Absolutely. That's a good tip. <laughs> and <laughs> Thanks for hiding information for me, Monica. Oh, yeah. I, I always keep secrets from Nelson, you guys. <laughs> guys, Taco opens to the public on March 11th. And, you know, you're not going to always find it on Geotags. So just so you have it, the address is, on, is 706 East Pike Street. And that's on Pike and Boylston. So just in case you're looking for it, right next to Salt and Straw. I can envision a lot of late nights, Monica. Not just you and I just going together, but with other friends and just getting maybe three or four skewers for less than $20 total and just oh, yeah. eating it probably like at 1 a.m. That's probably what I'm thinking. Oh, yeah. It's, it's so much fun. And uh, yeah, I can see that as someplace that we end up quite a bit. And actually, that whole area has a really nice uh, sort of bar crawl vibe. <laughs> yeah. Knowing that we frequented plenty of businesses within walking distance. <laughs> Oh, okay, Nelson, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about what we're going to be talking about today? Okay, Monica, because of the whole COVID-19 virus, aka the coronavirus, I'll have the corona hold the virus. Mm. Because of this whole issue, there's a lot of businesses that are 
losing profits because people are starting not to show up and just staying at home and uh, because of the scare. And we want to let people know that it's okay just to wash your hands, follow all the different guidelines. I'm about to read the King County Public Health guidelines that they put out, but we are still coming out here and supporting local businesses. And I thought it would be good to talk about some places that we visited in the last couple of weeks. That's absolutely a great idea, and I'm loving it. And um, I think this is becoming somewhat of a controversy online in terms of the Seattle food community and uh, what people should be doing. So I think it's a great topic. Now, before we begin, let me just read or paraphrase what the King County Public Health has kind of put out. When you're out in the greater Seattle area, always take precaution and wash your hands constantly. According to the public health, people at higher risk of severe illness should stay at home and away from large groups of people as much as mm -hmm. possible, including public places with lots of people and large gatherings where it'll be close contact with others. Obviously, all people should not go out when they are sick. So mm -hmm. if you're just sick in general, this is just a general rule. Don't don't go out. But other than that, yeah, yeah. you and I, we're healthy. Let's go out and check out some places. So. I'll go ahead and start, Monica. So mm -hmm. this upcoming week is Pi Day. Pi Day is Saturday, if anybody knows. It's 314, named after Pi, 3.14, right? You are required to celebrate <laughs> with Pi on Pi Day. It doesn't matter if it's a traditional pie like apple or cherry or savory pie like shepherd's pie. Just go out there and enjoy some pie. Pie Barn, Capitol Hill, and Ballard is obviously mm -hmm. the place to grab a slice, but... I think, in my opinion, you should check out Snohomish Pie Company. There are two locations, one obviously in Snohomish because it's named Snohomish Pie Company, but there's also a location in Montlake Terrace, Monica, which is near where you live. I'm not going to disclose where you live, but it's <laughs> but it's you're you're <laughs> you're still throw away from Montlake Terrace. I had a huckleberry pie that was out of this world. So good, Monica. And I hear the lemon raspberry is just as delicious, if not better. Monica, you have you been to the Snohomish Pie Company? So I don't go to Snohomish Pie Company. What I do is I catch them as soon as Shoreline Farmer's Market opens up. They're there every Saturday. That's one of my closely guarded secrets. And also uh, my brother and sister-in-law live up in Snohomish close to the cafe. So anytime we're having, having like a family gathering, it's their job to get the pies. And so even though ah. I don't physically go there, I got the line on the pies. Yeah, I go by there to Granite Falls because there's a lot of hiking sites around the Granite Fall area. Every time when I drive back home, I see that Snohomish location as like Snohomish Pie Company. So um, I've never stopped by and I finally got a chance to stop by last year at the Montlake Terrace location. So many pies. So good. You guys have to try it if you're going to do pies. Oh, for sure. They they do it right. For sure. All right, Monica. What, where have you been? Where have you been lately? Where have I been lately? Uh, let's see. I wanted to highlight Little Ting's dumplings in North Seattle. I visited last week with my friend Christina. Um, I hadn't been there in a while, but we thought it would be nice to, to hang out together and to share a meal. So we had Shaolong Bao, pan fried dumplings, hand pulled noodles, and green onion pancake. And I have to tell you that green onion pancake is a lot better than I remember in the past. And so either they've been up in their game or I just have a really bad memory. And I hadn't been there since they opened and the food was delicious. And um, I don't know if you guys saw my video. There was there was this lady who was behind me, like bombing my video. I don't know her. She works there. <laughs> so 
<laughs> so I just thought that was really funny. Um, so really friendly staff there. There were a number of people who were having dinner that night, but definitely it was not overly busy. And so really trying to get out and support uh, businesses in, in North Seattle where I live. Shout out to Christina. I don't know you, but apparently you're really important to be name dropped. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Uh, Christina is, man, she's, she's badass. And I think I can say that and I'm not going to get scolded for swearing, but she's a badass. She's a lifter. She is just, she is the best. I love hanging out with her. So that's my friend, Christina. <laughs> wow. Name, I get called on the name drop. <laughs> I didn't know we were supposed to make these anonymous like outings with people. <laughs> <laughs> there is a little tings in Lake Hills Boulevard uh -huh. in Bellevue. I have I have not visited yet. It's it's on my list. In fact, I'm looking at it on Yelp and it's bookmarked. So I do need to try it. What should I order there, Monica? Um, definitely that green onion pancake was pretty good, and um, you know the shellong bao. I mean it. It held up under some other ones that I go and eat. And so it wasn't bad. You heard her here first, guys. Little Tings is better than Din Tai Fung, according That's to Monica. Not, I, Ooh. Said I said it Ooh, held up. Hot take. Hot take, Monica. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh. Oh, Nelson's <laughs> trying to start trouble. You must be like lonely from working at home or something. <laughs> Troublemaker. Nelson, what's your next business that you want to highlight? Hold on, hold on. Working from home. One of the things from this whole COVID-19 is that everybody's working from home and it's like this whole wonderful nostalgic thing and people are getting cabin fever already. Guys, <laughs> you've only been, Monica, I'm talking to you too, Monica. You've only been working for, I don't know, two one days day? at home, one day at home. And you're already complaining? <laughs> I'm all day one, work from home. <laughs> so here's the deal. I work from home occasionally, pretty intermittently. And I was talking to a friend about this when we're drinking Friday night. Here's the deal. It's different when they make you. <laughs> when you want to, it's different. But when they say you have to do it, it feels so different. <laughs> oh. oh, man. I've, I've been working from home for more than... Almost, almost two years. Actually, more than two years now, and I don't, I don't understand, guys. Like, it's a good thing. You should embrace it. There's just I don't understand. You guys we just like people. I, <laughs> I, I I talk to people too. I don't, guys. Let's 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 all enjoy it. Suck it up. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I miss riding the bus with a bunch of people who I don't know and don't want to know. I miss bumping into people on the street that I don't like. <laughs> I miss standing in line with 20 people for lunch. <laughs> Isn't it nice to just wake up at 830, brush your teeth, and then turn on your computer and not no, have to commute? I mean, that's, no, the that's my hygiene, one of the best things. My hygiene has been downhill. I wear pajamas all day. I don't brush my teeth. <laughs> oh. it, it's all bad. Go to the gym at 10, come back. I mean, that's, that's one of the things, one of the perks. Oh, so All right. Much, okay, well. <laughs> day one. <laughs> day one. Tomorrow, you'll see on my stories, day two, hashtag WFH, not going well. <laughs> Never see people again. <laughs> WFH, WTF. That's, yeah, that's right. a new thing. Oh, man. Okay, Nelson, what's your next place? So this next place just recently opened, Soul Bowl. They started out as a food truck. Monica, 
Hey, I just found out that you're a food truck blogger when you started out. Did you? I, do you got to tell me more about that? I'm telling wow. you. Why do you like turn into Sarcastro all of a sudden? I Again, I think you are impacted by like constant working from home. <laughs> no, it's the spring forward thing. I didn't get my nap. I'm getting get my full nap. I got half of a nap. It's not. This is. Yeah. So you're getting so honorary you... Nelson right now. Yeah, I know. So you know it and like 50 people know it. Unfortunately, I have more than 50 followers. So I let them know. So let's get back to Sobol. <laughs> as I mentioned, start out as a food truck. They served up Korean style rice bowls. But now they have a brick and mortar central district just right across the street from Seattle University. It's at 722 12th Avenue, Seattle. Took over the Aloha, old Aloha Poke spot. You can still get their original Korean barbecue bowls that they had on the truck, but you really want to come for their new offerings. It's open until 1 a.m. on Fridays and Saturdays. Monica, you're going to love it. They have Somac Towers and Soju Flights, and they have mm. Korean bar food. Korean bar food. Their KFC, their Korean fried chicken is so good. I prefer the Naked, which is no sauce, and they also have corn cheese, bulgogi, kimchi cheese fries. They have mandu. They have seafood pancakes. They have a lot of stuff that you can order at for the bar menu. You can enjoy a Somac Tower with friends, or I don't judge. You can drink the whole Somac Tower by yourself. It's totally fine. And just watch K-pop music videos all night. It's it's a fun experience, Monica. I haven't had a spot that sold Somac Towers in a long time. I, haven't, I don't know a spot in Seattle that, that does that currently. Totally. It looked really good. And I only saw it because you figured out how to use the flash when you're doing video on your iPhone. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> that was a nice video, Nelson. <laughs> Thanks. Took me six years to figure that out. <laughs> and I love corn cheese. And so any place that serves corn cheese, I'm down with it. I'm down with it. And then Monica, what's your other place that you've been to recently? Well, let's see. Uh, let's go with Fremont Sunday Market. So I posted a couple of days ago, which is where you found out that I used to be a food truck blogger. Thanks for that, Nelson. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, I, you know, Fremont has always really been a place that I, I feel like is my home. I've spent so much time there. And there are micro food businesses that also call it home. And I'm me always meeting new people. So last week I visited a new Korean hotak vendor and tried a mozzarella and a bulgogi beef hotak. And let me just tell you, people have already asked me the name of the business. They don't have a name. Okay. They just don't. On their sign, all you see is pictures of the food with prices and what it is. They don't have a name of the business. Um, I've tried the sweet ones before, but the savories were new to me and I really love them. And um, I, I wanted to eat them again today, but I was so full um, from my other trip. And the market is a place where you can support many businesses at once. Like some of my favorites are True North Coffee, Beanfish Chayaki, Tanduzi, Tijuana Tacos, Momocha, Freelard Tamales, and more. So I just find that, again, if you're healthy and able to go out, I mean, I went out today. It's a really great place where you can hit multiple micro businesses. And micro businesses, guys, I mean, that's literally like one owner or two owners and uh, that's it. You know, everybody else is usually friends and family. It takes them a while to grow. Should we crowdsource a name for this new Korean spot? I know. I was thinking that too. I'm just like, if they don't have a name, maybe we should name them. Hotok McBoatface or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we might have to keep trying. 
Did you, did you you know you know what I'm referring to right? I think I think it's an English company that were trying to they're trying to name a boat and they just basically crowdsourced and said like please name a boat please name our new boat and then somebody put out Bodie McBoatface and it, <laughs> it spread like wildfire. And- wildfire. <laughs> and it reached. It was the finalist. I think it. I think it ended up winning. So the name of that boat was Bodie McBoatface. Oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah, and I've I've you know been trying to figure it out, and there's no name, and so you know I don't know. How about like hot hot hotok? Can we do that? Hot one? hot hotok. Yeah. No. Does that that doesn't work? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of having a block right now. What do I think of? I don't know. Hmm. I don't know either. <laughs> <laughs> so bad so anyway no name but i was down there today it was a really beautiful day to see everyone out and about and again healthy people i didn't see any people out there coughing or like shivering or sneezing so if you're sick stay at home <laughs> or work from home <laughs> okay nelson what's your next one I mentioned in a post earlier on my account that this week that the sales in Chinatown International District is down 50% or even more in sales because of the COVID-19 scare. We still need to continue to support these businesses, but there are also Chinese restaurants outside of the International District we should also support as well. Obviously, Monica, I live on the east side, so I just want to name a couple of restaurants around the area. Anytime I'm craving Asian food, some of my go-to places are Cafe Ori, Peony Kitchen, Looking for Chai, Tofu 101 is a great spot for grab-and-go, Ye's Walk, and Terry's Kitchen. Terry's Kitchen has the kitchen sink fried rice, where I still feel is probably one of the best fried rices in town. I'm just, it's literally the kitchen sink. I mean, it's everything you want, right? It's got lapchung, it's got eggs, it's got everything in there, and it's, it's really well done. I love fried rice. And actually, I love that you put out this list because it's been a while since I looked at it. And so there's lots of places that I still need to go to on the east side. Yeah, for sure. Tofu 101 used to be one of my go-to lunch spots Mm because, hey, Monica, by the way, I work from home. (laughs) So (laughs) I can go to Tofu 101 and just grab just a rice bowl or they even have like a purple rice roll with where they put the pork sung, which is the the dried pork in there along Mm -hmm. with a Chinese donut. And then they wrap it in purple rice. It's actually, Mm -hmm. it's really good. They used to only sell it on Wednesdays, but now they have it on a daily basis. They're stewed pork rice bowls. They're still a pretty good deal. But back in the day, I mean, I only paid like $3.50 or $4 for it. I think it's up to like $5.50 now because of inflation or they just raised the prices because it was so Mm -hmm. good. But I still grab it when I can. It sounds really good. And you know what, Nelson? I think that uh, for my work from home post, maybe I'll start playing the Yummy Song by Justin Bieber and tagging you. Yeah. (laughs) I hear that you really like that song. (laughs) It's not only my favorite Justin Bieber song. It's my favorite song, guys. Period. Yeah. Period. Favorite song. Period. Yeah. Sarcasm detector. Beep, 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 beep. Sarcasm detector. It's not even about food. (laughs) It's, It's not people. We don't, get it. Don't do it. <laughs> we get it, Nelson. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Monica. So those are some places we thought we would tell you guys. We're still out and about around doing stuff, even though the last two days I've been at home. <laughs> but um, <laughs> that's just that's by choice, guys. That's by choice. I'm I just it's been busy going out and about. So but again, if you're healthy, everything's great. 
just go out support please go and support these local businesses go out to chinatown go out to the sunday markets the ballard sunday market fremont sunday market just go out it's starting to get nicer spring is coming soon nelson we have an interview today why don't you tell us about it our interview today is jasmine bell smith owner and chef at bell's pastries She's known for fun, hands-on classes, custom orders, including her beautiful and delicious macarons. Make sure you join her monthly macaron club. Monica, you got me some macarons last year. So good. She has a long list of accolades I named off at the beginning of the interview, so I'm not going to repeat it. And recently, her and her husband just launched a new loungewear clothing line called Bell and Bow. B-E-L-L-N-B-E-A-U. They've got some food-themed clothing, and it's really soft, you guys. Here's our interview with Jasmine Bell-Smith from KCON. All right, everyone, we are still here at KCON. We are with Jasmine Bell-Smith. Oh, my gosh. This is a long list. You might have seen her on shows from the Food Network and on national television. She's a finalist on Chopped Desserts, Season 3 winner of Halloween Baking Championship. And, of course, she is the owner and chef of Bell's Pastries. Hi, Jasmine. Hi. Hey. Hey, hey. <laughs> Acting like she doesn't know me. Hey. <laughs> we took your galette class. Mm-hmm. Love your galette class. I'm saving the macaroon class for a date night. Sans oh, okay. Monica. Without Monica. So. Oh. Yeah, yeah. We don't, have so, so. We don't, we don't like yeah. to hang out with yeah. each other. <laughs> you never see us together. I know, right? Never. Yeah. So how are your classes doing? Tell, can you tell us a little bit about Bell's Pastries and how you got started? So, you know, I started off Bell's Pastries. You know, I was in fine dining, I was managing, running restaurants, bakeries, and then I just realized that I kind of wanted to take a step back. I noticed kind of like how Seattle was changing and how Seattle was becoming like this fast-paced click of a button, even though my business is a little bit kind of <laughs> kind of a click of a button. But not only is it just that, it's like a lot of interaction. I'll give you clips and bits on my social media of tutorials, but it's all about that personal interaction. I love to give my classes. Everyone's and, always having so much fun, too. And that's the thing. It's so much fun. Like, baking is fun. I always remind people, you'd be surprised at what you can do when you just hone in, everyone has a skill to cook. It's, will you put the effort to bake something versus watch a series on Netflix all in one night? Mm-hmm. You can bake for those eight hours and Netflix too. Netflix and bake, y'all. Netflix <laughs> and bake. For sure. For sure. I think one of the things that's always struck me about you is that I think that you're right. Like, there are a lot of people who cook and bake out there. They make a really good product. But what I've always loved about you is that you're a smart business person. Right? You. Your branding is good. Your product is refined. The decisions that you make about your business are really important. So, like, what would you say to people who are just starting out a business? Like, how do you get where you are? Well, don't compare yourself to anybody. That's first and foremost. And also, too, know that there is enough customers out there for everybody. So don't get stuck on seeing somebody doing so well and successful because you are successful yourself. Remember, it's also, too, like a niche, you know, find your niche. A lot of the times there's this thing now with social media where people like these micro niche kind of accounts because... You have a geared audience. You may not have 100,000 followers, but hey, your 1,000 followers, you are getting a lot of interaction every day with those people. People are coming specifically for you. So it's not always about the numbers. It's are you keeping the quality there? Are you getting return clients? That's what it is. Because let me tell you, 
if you get someone who comes on a date night, guess what? They're going to have a wedding night. And then they're going to have an anniversary. So true. And then they're going to have kids. And the moment they have kids, guess what? You got 18 birthdays right there to make celebrations for them. So it's about longevity. It's about being personal too. Be personal with your clients. You know what I mean? Like, because at the end of the day, someone is coming to support you. You can get a cake anywhere. You know what I mean? But I want to support you because I like you as a person. I appreciate that TLC that you're putting in there for me. So take the time to get to know your clients. Appreciate too. I always say this all the time on social media, you guys. If someone says, oh, I love your cake, don't just like it. Say thank you. It's just as if I were to walk in person and tell you, hey, you're cute. Am I just going to look at you? <laughs> I'd say thank you, right? So you have to respond. Be polite back, you guys. Let someone know that you appreciate the time that they're doing to look into your stuff. Yeah. So I can mention we're at CakeCon right now. Yes. And you taught a class. What class did you teach? We did a comprehensive class, part one. So it's day one. Uh-huh. So, um, as you guys know how my classes are, I like them intimate and small. Because I want you to come to my class and feel like you are gaining something out of it. It's a two-day lesson, and it's intermediate and advanced buttercream floral class. Okay. And it's great because a lot of these people in here were, you know, Advent bakers, and I was teaching them things that they were even surprised about, or they were thinking about, like, how cakes and really creaming that butter and sugar, especially the vanilla cake, and how important it is. And they were like, wow, I've been missing a couple steps here. Mm -hmm. You can always learn a couple of tricks, even if you're someone who's been doing it for a while. It's always good to kind of see what someone else is doing. And is that the first time you've taught that class before? The two-day classes are typically private lessons. Okay. So this one, one was a group lesson. So it was nice to have more than just a one-on-one -on -one mm -hmm. with someone. So what are some other classes that we can like look for in the future? So we still do a lot of classes with Seattle Chocolate. You know, those are my girls. I love them <laughs> over there. Female Empowerment Chocolate. <laughs> We still have classes with them. We do a lot of cookie decorating. We do cake decorating. Macarons we still are doing. But I have been kind of gearing some of my classes towards a little more private lessons. Mm -hmm. Just because everyone's trying to get that side hustle on in, in Seattle, right? And people love to bake. And you know, if you love to bake, why not sell it? Why mm -hmm. not? You know, get your cottage law and sell a little bit of your products. And for me, I have no problem sharing my recipes. I'm not one of those type of chefs. <laughs> I'm not one of those type of chefs. <laughs> is it? I see you doing more of going to people's residences and private kitchens, home private home lessons. Yeah. Is it is it a challenge for you? Because some kitchens are, are a lot different from other home kitchens. And let me tell you this. A true chef knows how to work in the smallest Very of spaces. True. Very true. I always tell people, don't worry if your kitchen is small. But the private lessons are great because... One, you don't have to try to translate something from working in a commercial kitchen into your home. You're in your own environment. We're going to be able to troubleshoot a lot of your own issues that maybe you're even having in your home. And that's where you're going to be making a lot of your products. So it's just one less step that you have to do. But the group class are always fun as well because it's a night out. Hang out with your friends, your family, date night, like you were saying, minus Monica. Yeah. <laughs> minus Monica. Minus Monica. It's so rude. <laughs> I know, didn't she buy you macarons in the time too? <laughs> That's how she repays you? What? Refund. Oh <laughs> you. Oh Better on her back. Walking back hey, now. <laughs> I'm noticing your sweatshirt. Can uh, You guys can't see it, but we'll make sure you get a picture. Can you tell us what you're wearing? Yeah. This was my mood earlier. Hangry. <laughs> <laughs> and it's three times because you know everything is done with exclamation three times. So yes. hangry, hangry. 
Hangry. This is part of mine and my husband, Teron Smith, our loungewear line that we came out with. Today and tomorrow is kind of like our sample sale of our collection. So Bell and Beau, B-E-L-L, as in Bell's Pastries, and Beau, he's the Beau. Mm -hmm. He really is a Beau. He's really good looking. <laughs> um, he's so tall. <laughs> so tall. He's so tall. So right? <laughs> but Bell and Beau, it is a loungewear, so it's soft fabrics, simple graphics. It's loungewear for the after hours. So, you know, when you get off of work and you just want to, for my females, you know what I'm talking about, release release the upstairs right <laughs> put on that really soft fabric you know those pants that just feel like so easy and flowy and just relax and that's a time too where you just want to bake and eat right this is a perfect or even sometimes too that run to the market on sunday for the last ingredient that you forgot to make your pancakes this is the loungewear that you want to wear nice yeah all right last but not least how do we find bell's pastries i'm everywhere <laughs> you turn the corner, I'm there. <laughs> I'm at your best friend's house. No, really, it's so fun when you get messages. They're like, oh my God, that's my friend. <laughs> it's such a small world. Um, no, you can find, you always find updates on Instagram, Facebook. You can subscribe to Bell's Pastries, Bell and Bell. We'll let you know where we're at all the time. But yeah, and even if too, if you can't make a class, remember I do my Friday flower tutorial so you can get a quick little lesson in every other Friday online. Enhance those skills. Monica's over here trying to decorate a flower, imaginary flower. <laughs> I watch it every Friday. Yes! Yes! I love it, I love it, I love it. It's just like, it's kind of like my version of that. What is that, that ASMR? Is it yeah. ASMR or is ASMR. it ASMR? Yeah, ASMR, but it's for decorating. But I'm one of those people that love to watch people eat. Like, I love that smack. Yeah, you must love us, then. <laughs> That's all we ever do. Love it. Love it. Well, thank you so much for your time. This thank was fun. Thank you, guys. Yeah. I love chatting with you, too. Oh, my you're auntie, always so uncle. much fun. My auntie, uncle. Even though we're, like, the same age. Happy uncle. <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> And that was our interview with Jasmine Bell-Smith from KateCon. Monica, make sure you go to bellandbow.com. Subscribe to their newsletter. It's on their website. Their clothing line is really, really soft. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I know. I know. Guys, let me just tell you. They didn't quite have a full line of men's clothes that day, but Nelson was eyeing that super cute cut shirt. <laughs> and it was. It was super soft. It would be perfect to lounge around in. Well, to be honest, I was going to contact her because I was wondering if they had a men's size in the hangry, hangry, hangry sweatshirt. Just, yeah. Just to wear around. Yeah. And it's definitely got to be the cut shirt, though. Okay. <laughs> I love those. I love those. They're so fun. I don't have enough. I don't have enough cut shirts. Actually, yeah, let's, know, right? let's rephrase that. I don't have any cut shirts because <laughs> I, nobody needs to see my belly. But apparently you like to see my belly, Monica, because you're you really are pushing for me to get a cut shirt. I, Okay. I just think cut shirts are so cute. Yeah, it's really cute on Jasmine, but I don't think it's cute on... It's not okay. cute on me. You're right. It is cute on Jasmine. It was cute on Jasmine. Jasmine, you look cute in a cut shirt. <laughs> okay. Y'all, make sure you check her, check out Jasmine. Bellspastries.com. Bellandbow.com. I love her energy. It's so it's fun. Yeah, she has really great energy, and you're right. Like, I love the macarons, and we've been to her classes before, and just great to be able. She has, like, such a contagious energy about her. <laughs> of all the words you use, you say contagious. 
COVID-19. <laughs> Ow! Sorry, <laughs> <right>, show over. <laughs> That's enough. <laughs> Can't say anything. I'm just, I'm just saying. You got that yummy, 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 yummy. <laughs> Were you going to follow it up? Was like, she has such an infectious laugh. I mean, what are you, what's going on with this? Oh, man. She just contaminates me with her laughter. <laughs> no, no, that doesn't work. That doesn't work. No? No, All right. no, no, that doesn't work. Fail. All right. <laughs> All right, Monica. Well, are we seeing each other this week? I don't know. Are we? I don't know. I don't think we are. I don't think so. Um, yeah, I don't know what's up with that. You know, this work from home life, Nelson, <laughs> just uh, not really conducive to hanging. Oh, uh, I'm looking at my calendar. We were supposed to see each other, but um, we're not going to. Mm, we're, okay. We, we had a thing, but somebody got double booked. Okay. Yep. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. All right, everyone. <laughs> it's <laughs> It's been a wonderful show. Again, please constantly wash your hands. Be safe. Be healthy. And in the meantime, happy eating, Seattle. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe for future episodes and leave us a five-star rating and review on whichever platform you're listening on. In the meantime, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Seattle Foodie Podcast and on Twitter at Seattle Food Pod. You can also email us at Seattle Foodie Podcast at gmail.com. Thanks again, and we hope you enjoy the Seattle Foodie Podcast.